Hey, welcome to Unspoken Logos, a podcast where we have open conversations that you won't hear at a Sunday service. We talk about Christian faith, why we believe what we believe, what we actually believe, hidden truths behind the faith, supernatural encounters, and so much more. If you're a Christian, a non-Christian, an atheist, agnostic, whatever your background or current situation, you're so welcome here. Jesus welcomes us, so we invite you to join us in our weekly conversations. So let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Unspoken Logos. Thanks so much for being here, and I'm so excited for this episode. So if you listen to my introduction episodes, I think it did turn out like 20 minutes, but it was only meant to be a short 10 minute just introduction of season two, which is where I really just wanted to have guests on this platform and just really hear other people's opinions and also just hear other people's stories to be able to just build you guys up and just encourage you guys with people who have been through different things from what I've been through, people that have different life experiences from me as well. So I'm really excited and really grateful that today we have our first guest on, which is my sister. I'm so excited and so grateful that the guests that I will have on this season are just going to be so open and they are all on fire, born again believers. And so I'm just so grateful that there's going to be so much revelation. And I really do believe that people get set free from what they hear, that people will be walking through what they have walked through and they have a testimony, they have the hope and they have received what people are longing for. And so I just really believe that the Lord's going to release so much freedom even through this podcast and so Rachel's story is completely different to mine. I think I've shared bits of my testimony throughout the podcast episodes but even though we are sisters and we're so close now that we do have completely different stories, I really believe that Rachel's story is going to set so many people free and so I'm just so thankful and grateful that she has said yes to being on this podcast and to all the people that will be on this podcast as well. Rachel's going to share her story but I'm just going to maybe ask a few questions to just help direct the chat. So the first question or maybe you can just start with telling us a bit about growing up and just what that looked like and if you had any religious background and what that looked like and maybe just take us through maybe growing up and only share what you feel led to share or what the Holy Spirit guides you you don't have to overshare and also maybe just taking us into like your early adolescence like your early teenage years as well so maybe just your childhood growing up and if there was any religious activity what you thought about Christianity and things like that and then just going into maybe early childhood and um, just maybe up to like maybe age 18 or something roughly like that. I did grow up in a religious home I grew up what I thought was a Christian so I grew up in the church I went to church every Sunday I believed in God I prayed before bed simple prayers but I never had a relationship with God and I grew up believing that I was a good person I grew up such a Pharisee like I really was judgmental towards people who were different than me people who went out drinking people who took drugs like that lived that kind of lifestyle like I was such a Pharisee I really looked down on other people and thought I was better than them because I was a quote-unquote good Christian so I had never really 
heard or knew that that you could like have a relationship with God like it was just a Sunday thing for me went to church on a Sunday and then Monday to Saturday I lived my life but I really grew up with such religion like I followed the rules I was that kind of again quote-unquote Christian that I followed the rules I didn't drink I didn't smoke what I thought was sin I didn't do any of that stuff however I was living in so much sin because I grew up in quite a wasn't like the worst upbringing but like it wasn't the best like there was a lot of heart it was a dysfunctional family background our parents didn't get on I really had a lot of hatred towards my two other sisters um not towards Sophie but my other two sisters yeah and I I grew up with a lot of bitterness towards both of my parents as well I think because I don't know there was just a lot of rejection in the house and then yeah like I just I didn't realize that I was growing up with all this rejection and with all this bitterness I was such an angry child I was such an ang and then grew up to like to be an angry teenager and I had hatred like it sounds awful but I had such hatred in my heart for my two sisters and for my parents and I didn't know this I didn't realize this I thought I was a good Christian um, because I went to church on a Sunday and that is what it was it was just I went to church on a Sunday I went to the youth group when I turned like 12 and when I was in high school so I thought I was good a good person but I didn't know the gospel like I didn't know the revelation of the gospel I didn't have a relationship with Jesus and so I lived my life with all this anger and with all this bitterness and I feel like there are so many in the church who are blinded by that kind of religion that you grew up in the church and so you think that you're saved you maybe think you're a good person you've maybe never had that conviction of sin because you've never encountered God and it just reminds me of all of the stories in the bible like Abraham Isaac and Jacob they had to have an encounter with God like I'm just reminded of Jacob who was a deceiver he lied to his father in order to get the birthright and he had to flee from his family and it wasn't until he had the encounter with God the encounter with Jesus Christ in a dream where he saw angels descending and ascending on the son of man who we know is Jesus and that changed his life that was such a marking moment in his life and so I had never had that I had never had an encounter with God and I didn't know what that looked like and so yeah I was blinded by religion I was blinded by going to church on a Sunday I thought that's what Christianity was I didn't know that I could have a relationship with Jesus and so I guess that kind of brings me up to the point where encounter Jesus I'll just touch on some of the things that you're saying because it's so good like there might be people listening who are even under that yoke of religion and maybe don't even realize it because we do have such a habit in the church of just assuming that if you go to church every Sunday that you're saved and that you're a good Christian and you're ticking all the boxes you're doing your religious duty but actually that's not in the gospel at all and I just think it's so important to just realize that salvation is more than just raising your hand on a Sunday salvation is more than just reading your bible every single day salvation is more than just saying the sinner's prayer like salvation just as Rachel said is through an encounter it's through revelation of knowing who Jesus is and walking out a lifelong journey with the Lord and I think it's just so important that we realize that within the church community that there are so many people who are going to church that are not going to heaven that's a scary thought and it's not a popular thought because we like to think that everyone that's going to 
church is going to heaven but it's not true at all you know you need to know the Lord you need to have that deep relationship with him and so it can be so difficult when you are blinded by that religious spirit the religious spirit is such like me and Rachel always say the religious spirit is the spirit that sent Jesus to the cross and so it's one of the hardest spirits to overcome and to lift the veil of deception off from and so I just think it's so important and just key what Rachel's saying that she never knew that a relationship was possible with the Lord and how all these people throughout the Bible, you see it from all the apostles, from Saul to the 12 disciples, that they had their own encounter with the Lord and he gave them a call to follow him, to lay down everything and to follow him. And so I just think what Rachel's saying is just so important that just because you go to church every single Sunday, there has to be something more than that. You cannot just rely on your parents' salvation or the salvation of whoever your friends at church whoever is you cannot rely on their salvation you have to have your own walk and encounter with the Lord and the Lord is so generous that he will reveal himself to you that you can cry out to him and ask him you can say that I want a relationship with you and he will reveal himself to you he's so kind and so gracious and his heart is always for redemption and restoration and he wants that restored relationship with us maybe we'll move on to now is just the next stage I guess you're saying is when you encountered the Lord so you can just maybe tell us what age you kind of were and how that realization came about how the deception of religion that was within you for however many years that was 17 18 or whatever and how the lord lifted that from you and just yeah if you just touch on that and then we'll move on to maybe where you're at just now and how you've grown and things like that yeah so I was about 20 years old Um, I had chosen to study accountancy at university it wasn't something that I was passionate about or anything it was just what I was good at and like I said I did not have a relationship with the Lord so I hadn't sought him about anything in my life up until this point so I was at university and it was during my summer break so I was in second year going into third year and all of a sudden like this depression just came over me like it literally came out of nowhere and I had never felt this way before I had never felt so low I had never experienced waking up every morning and feeling so heavy and like anyone that's had depression before you know that you cannot switch off from it I would try to like watch tv in order to like escape from how I was feeling but you can't concentrate on anything and I would try to go for walks to try and like I don't know like get away from those feelings and it didn't work like it was just constantly there and the only escape you get is when you go to sleep because that's the only time you don't have those emotions coming in and so I was feeling so depressed like I couldn't eat like I I was struggling to eat like it was really bad and like I had no one to open up to like I didn't have any friends at this point in my life it's like God is so faithful like he he had been with me throughout my life even though I didn't know him so he had removed certain friends from my life who I guess were like not a great influence not going to be a good influence for me so he had removed them I had nobody the family we grew up in we didn't open up about our emotions and so I had no one to go to so I went to God so I really spent every day moment by moment in God's presence and I just look back at it and I think it is so so beautiful like I'm so thankful for that time in my life even though at that point in time it was so hard it was so difficult I have never cried so much in my life like it was just awful but I started reading scripture for the first time in my life it was actually my grandma she's such a godly woman I opened up to her and she led me into the Psalms. She said, you should read the Psalms. 
and for the first time in my life I could relate to the Bible and I was like mind blown at the time because I was just highlighting all these verses and I had never done that before and anyone who's read the Psalms you will know that these people they're so open and honest about their emotions how raw they felt how a lot of them didn't even want to be here like they they struggled a lot and I could resonate with this and it was just mind-blowing and I started praying for the first time in my life like my prayers were like God take this away from me I don't want to feel this way forever that is what I did and I was worshipping for the first time in my life so I was listening to worship music and just really crying out to God so I did that it doesn't sound long but I did that for like three months straight and I woke up one day and the, the depression was gone and I just knew it was God and so that is how I encountered God like it was just amazing it was beautiful it was crazy it was it was heart heart-wrenching at the time like it was awful at the time but I look back at it now and I'm so thankful that that started my relationship with the Lord so that was back in 2016 and I went back to university after the summer had ended However, as Sophie said, I was under such a yoke of religion that I didn't realise, you know, at the time about still having a relationship with God. And so I kind of just went by a year and a half and I would pick up my Bible here and there and I would pray here and there. But again, I didn't really have that relationship with God. And God is so merciful. Like I was under such a yoke of religion that he had to remove that from me and the way that it was done for me was again through mental health. So in 2018, so at this point I was um, about 22, 21, 22, I developed an eating disorder. So I developed anorexia and I have always had struggles with my body image growing up. I have always been self-conscious about my body and I feel like the enemy really used that and just came in. And so I struggled with an eating disorder and now looking back on it again, it was awful at the time but I'm so thankful I went through that because it just pushed me into the presence of God and if it had not been for that experience I would still be under the yoke, the yoke of religion today. I would not know that I could have this awesome life-changing relationship, daily relationship with God who gives me my strength and who has assignments for me and has a high calling for me like I would not have known this and so I see it as the mercy of God that I went through it I'm so thankful I went through it because God has used it to redirect my life totally but just to go back to that time it was a really difficult season for me Um, anyone who's listening to this who can resonate with having an eating disorder you know that it is a daily battle is is horrible it's awful like it's it's such a difficult thing to go through but like I said I just really cultivated a relationship with the Lord during that time and my passion for God increased because he was there for me when nobody else was he saw me when nobody else did and he loved me when I couldn't love myself like I hated myself I hated my body I hated the way I looked I hated everything about myself it got to the point where I was praying God take me like just take me like praying to die basically that God would take me to heaven because I was just in so much pain and praise God like he he brought me through that it was such a difficult time but I'm so thankful for it because I learned about the goodness of God I learned that only he satisfies I learned that chasing after the wind chasing after validation from people in regards to my appearance in regards to my body it did not satisfy like nothing satisfied it was only Jesus and I ended up having therapy and going to a support group in my local church and really things started to break off of me when people spoke life into me and so 
it was just such a difficult time, but I'm so thankful for it. And praise God, he has fully delivered me of depression. He's fully delivered me of anorexia. He's fully delivered me of all these things that I went through. And I do not struggle with them to this day. I just give God the glory. And it's just like that verse. Whenever I think of my testimony, I always think of the verse that Jesus said to his disciples. I can't remember which gospel it's in, but he says, you do not understand now what I'm doing but later you will understand and that's how I feel about my story is that at the time it was difficult but even going through it and coming out the other end I'm so thankful that I went through these things because it brought me to the feet of the one who satisfies it brought me to my savior and yeah like I have an amazing relationship with the Lord now but that's basically my testimony and my journey of how I came to know God as my Lord and savior Amen and thank you so much for being so open and vulnerable and whilst I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying like I can't help but just praise God and think how amazing the fact that he's delivered you from mental health issues, from depression, from anxiety and from these thoughts like that you don't want to be here like just take me which like just those kind of like I mean I don't want to say suicidal thoughts but those kind of thoughts that you just don't want to be here anymore and the fact that the Lord can deliver not just you but so many people from that it's just amazing that what I've heard throughout your testimony is that even though it was so difficult even though you had to go through those pains and those sufferings that actually that is what made you has made you the person that you are and that's what's made your relationship with God and obviously I walk with Rachel every single day practically of my life we're so close and like it's just so beautiful to see that out of brokenness like God can bring such restoration and that is how we get close to God that's how we cultivate a relationship what I hear is that he's a deliverer and that he's a healer and that's what he wants to do and so I'm just so encouraged and just so grateful and thankful for Rachel for being open and just really sharing what the Lord has done and so maybe if you don't mind just saying where you are now like just briefly about how how you're walking with the Lord now have you struggled maybe just really briefly if you've struggled ever with any of the those two specific previous things so depression and eating disorder if any of them have ever came up and how you deal with that just for anyone that's listening that maybe wants and desires that complete freedom but is maybe thinking about how that looks like walking through that from the other side because obviously that's probably been I don't know, like six, seven or eight plus years since then. So yeah, if you can just touch on that. Yeah, and I just want to touch on something that I feel like the Lord's reminded me for maybe anyone who's struggling in this area. But I did mention that I had a lot of um, bitterness and like unforgiveness in my heart when I was younger towards my family. And in 2018, when I really started growing with the Lord and getting into my word for the first time, really God's began to highlight how much sin I had in my life and I really began going on a journey with the Lord where he delivered me from unforgiveness and from bitterness and I was able to forgive the people specifically within my family who had hurt me and now I have like amazing relationships like God has restored relationships and so I just want to encourage anyone who is maybe struggling in those areas feeling like they're never going to get free that God wants to deliver you from everything and that includes bitterness, unforgiveness, it includes the heart that you have carried with you that God wants to take that from you. And so just in terms of where I am now with the Lord, like I have such an amazing relationship with the Lord. He 
has redirected my life where I was studying accountancy. Now I am studying counselling at college. So God really spoke to me in 2018 when I was going through the eating disorder. He spoke to me that he gave me Isaiah 61 where it says, the spirit of the Lord is on me for he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Um, it's that whole verse where God really highlighted that to me and I began prophesying that I was going to break chains off of other people and speak life and, and journey with people who would go, would struggle in the future. And so for me, that looks like what I'm walking into now as a counsellor. And so praise God, I'm about to start my placement um, and work with my first client very soon. So I'm really excited for that and just in terms of if I have ever struggled with like depression and with the eating disorder since God has delivered me yeah like I feel like the enemy like he knows when you have been delivered he knows when you're on your path to deliverance and he will really use strategies and techniques to try and um, tempt you and derail you back and to take you back to your past basically so yeah like I don't struggle too much now but there are times and there are days even last year and I mean I'm aware that it could happen tomorrow it could happen in the next few months where I will really struggle with like my body I will really struggle with my appearance and it's in those moments where I really have to declare God's truth over myself and just remind myself who I am and you know when I've really struggled with my appearance and with my identity I used to even listen to things like this and I was like but I do that and it doesn't help and I just want to speak to those people who you're doing the right things. You do speak God's word over yourself. You're chasing after him and yet you don't seem to see any breakthrough or any freedom. Like I just want to remind you that God is a deliverer. He is a healer. He is your Rafa. He is Yahweh Rafa. He longs to heal you and deliver you. And that is part of your testimony as going through that journey. And it's so, so hard. Like I thought at one point I would never be free of these things and God is the only one that can do it and it will be in his timing and whilst you're walking through this God's just really doing a work in you and so be encouraged that that it will your breakthrough will come you will receive that full healing don't believe the lie that you're not going to receive your full healing that you'll have to walk through like what you're struggling with God wants to fully deliver and fully heal you of whatever it is you're struggling with and so there are times where I do struggle with specific thoughts and I think just reminding myself who I am in Christ and I'm actually wearing right now a necklace that was really given to me by God. Um, God really spoke to me this year about there's still probably aspects of me where I struggle with my identity that was such a big part in my life where I placed it in my, my body and in my appearance and likes on social media and things like that and I think God's took me on such a journey to strip me back of all those things and at the beginning of the year, God really spoke to me about my identity and the necklace I'm wearing. It says daughter of the risen king. And like, I really believe this year, God's even further taken me on a journey of knowing my identity in him, my worth in him, where that is such a big thing nowadays is your identity. What is it in? Like people are trying to find their identity in everything. And I think even with me, even though I've come so far, there's still aspects of my identity where maybe I struggle. And I think whenever I place this necklace on, like and when I wake up in the morning, I just remind myself I'm a daughter of the king. Like that is my identity before a title, before I'm a counsellor, before I'm a sister, before I'm a human in this world like I'm a daughter of the king and that carries so much weight like that is powerful that we are sons and daughters of the king and so that's where I am now and I just praise God for what he's doing and I just really pray that 
this will touch and impact whoever needs to hear it and that you'll be encouraged that God is with you, he sees you and that he wants to bring you into full freedom in Jesus' name. Amen. So just encouraging, like hearing testimonies of what the Lord's done in people's lives. And so I'm so encouraged. And like Rachel said, we hope that this just encourages you as well. So thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for staying tuned and listening to my podcast. If you want to find out more about me and more about what I'm up to, then please check out my social media links in the description of this video. And I can't wait to have you guys for the next podcast.